and welcome to WOW, the positive podcast, showing kids that there's more to the world news than bad news, and that for all the problems you see on TV, people are coming up with solutions too. I'm Alistair, and this week I'm delighted to be talking to a very special guest in this podcast. I wonder if you can guess who it is. Well, he's been in the news lately, including here at WOW, for launching a program to share a thousand solutions to help the planet fight off global warming and pollution. No? Well, maybe if I tell you that he's a doctor from Switzerland. He was the first man to fly around the world in a balloon. And the first to go around the world in a plane with no fuel, just solar panels. Well, what if we said that his granddad was the real-life scientific genius who was the model for Tintin's brainy buddy, Professor Calculus. You nearly there? And his granddad's twin brother inspired the character of spaceship Captain Picard in the Star Trek movies. Oh, come on, I'm sure you've got it now. His name's Picard, of course. Bertrand Picard. And we're thrilled that he's found time to talk to WOW, in between his efforts to persuade governments and businesses around the world to start putting his thousand solutions to use to help the environment. So, Bertrand, hello. Great to meet you. Hello, how are you? I'm great, thanks. First of all, Bertrand, can you explain to our listeners what your big idea with the thousand solutions is? What is it that all these solutions have in common? I believe that if we speak about protection of the environment as something difficult and expensive and boring, requiring a lot of sacrifice, it will not be successful. So I wanted to do it exactly the other way around, to show that protection of the environment can be profitable, it can create jobs, it can be exciting, everybody can participate, including big companies and governments. And this is why I launched this challenge of identifying everywhere in the world 1,000 solutions that have all these criteria. They are realistic, they can work today, you can implement them today, they are profitable, they create jobs, and they have in common the fact that they are efficient. Because you know what happens is that in the past, and this is what made so many problems for the environment, people were wasting energy wasting natural resources, wasting food, wasting the waste, because people don't even understand that waste can be a resource in the circular economy. So if we manage to be more efficient, thanks to all these technologies, we will save money and we'll protect the environment. Great, that's very clear. It's stuff that works right now and that doesn't have to make us all miserable or worse off. And I know that you've said that One of your favorites is, for example, a very simple system that just captures all the heat that is coming out of the wastewater in our showers and uses that to warm up a little bit the water that's coming into the shower. If we all did that, we could save huge amounts of energy. But tell me, Bertrand, have you always been like this, looking for new things, trying to innovate? When you were the age of our listeners as a child, Did you want to do new stuff, find out new stuff? And why was that? You came from a family of explorers, right? I had 
examples, role models that were, of course, my grandfather, who was the first man in the stratosphere, my father, who was the first man to touch the deepest point in the ocean, in the Marina Trench, 11 kilometers down, and um, astronauts, divers, environmentalists, explorers, pioneers. I met Charles Lindbergh uh, when I was a child. So they all inspired me to go beyond the obvious, to explore the unknown. And, and that became uh, just a, a normal thing for me. You know, I always thought that if I'm dreaming about something, I, I, I can do it. <laughs> and it's the same now. After flying around the world in a balloon, after flying around the world in a solar airplane, to also participate to the protection of the environment. I think there is a goal. It's important. We have to commit ourselves. We should not be afraid of failing. This is very important. And we have to put all the means we have in order to, to succeed. Don't be afraid to fail. That's uh, good advice, Bertrand. And I should remind the listeners, yes, when you're talking about your grandfather, that's Auguste Picard, the first man to go into the stratosphere 16 kilometers above the Earth in a balloon 90 years ago. And he was, of course, the inspiration for the crazy Professor Calculus, the genius in the Tintin books. And then your dad, Jacques, who was the first man to go to the very deepest part of the ocean, 16 kilometers below the surface of the sea in a special vessel. And that you met Charles Lindbergh, the first man to fly across the Atlantic from New York to Paris alone. You grew up around some pretty impressive people, Bertrand. What made you want to fly around the world on your own in a balloon? I, I was admiring all the pioneers and the explorers of my childhood. And it became just a way of living. I, I wanted to implement what I learned from them. So I had this compass in my heart showing not the north, but the unknown. And uh, each time there was something new that I could do, something that had never been done before, I thought, I have to try. And this was hang gliding when I was a kid. Uh, at 16 years old, it was microlite flying. And then I had the opportunity to cross the Atlantic in a balloon. I was not a balloonist, but... A friend of mine said, uh, I'm invited in a race across the Atlantic in a balloon. Do you want to come with me? And I said, of course, yes. You know, normally I, I say yes. I think the only thing I did not say yes is for drugs because the benefit is, is no. Uh, it's not beneficial. Uh, but otherwise, all these opportunities, yes, I, I, I tried. And from there, I thought, why not the ultimate flight in a balloon around the world? And I tried failed twice and succeeded the third time with Breitling Orbiter 3. And from there, what was not done? To fly in a solar-powered airplane that would go around the world flying without fuel day and night. So I put 15 years of my life for that. It's, it's a long time, but, you know, if it was easy, somebody else would have done it before me. <laughs> I think you've said it before, Bertrand, that uh, what you need is a lot of curiosity. You've certainly got that. And also perseverance and ability to keep going when things don't go right. Now, a lot of our listeners are concerned about the state of the planet, the climate. There's a lot of bad news around. What can they do as children to get involved, to help? Is there something concrete that kids today can do 
to bring about the solutions and the changes that you are advocating with your thousand solutions? The adults very often need to be pushed to do something because when the adults are running a big company, uh, a country, a city, whatever, they are a little bit prisoners of old ways of doing. And it's difficult to change. I think the youth can push them to change. And we have seen the fantastic results of the, the climate strikes, of the children going down in the streets, telling to the adults, now you have to move. Now you have to do something. And the climate urgency was voted in some parliaments thanks to the children going in the streets. So it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And uh, of course, speaking to the parents, most of the big CEOs and politicians, they have children. These children have to push their parents to do better than what has been done in the past. Otherwise, it will take far too much time to change and uh, really uh, secure a, a safe future. It's not a question of being angry. It's a question of pushing to change. Now it's more easy to change because solutions exist and we have proven that there are even a thousand solutions for that. So maybe what the children could say is not anymore do something, but use the solutions that exist uh, because that would be a very, very positive message. Super. Thanks, Bertrand. That's uh, very inspiring. We're all going to go and have a look at your website. That's uh, at the Solar Impulse Foundation. That's uh, solarimpulse.com. And the Solar Impulse, of course, was Bertrand's plane, powered only by the power of the sun, in which he flew all the way around the world. It's been super talking to you, Bertrand. Thanks for taking the time. And we look forward to hearing from you again soon. Thank you. That's very kind. Bye-bye. And that's all from uh, the WOW News podcast this week. I'm Alistair. I hope you've enjoyed hearing from Bertrand Picard. You can find out more about him at wow-news.eu or, of course, at his own website, solarimpulse.com. We'll be back soon with more news of solutions from around the world. Until then, stay positive.